Good morning, everybody. Welcome to podcast from Trendlang. This is Aline, and uh, I'm today with my friend Santi. Hello, Aline. It's been great. It's been ages without being together. Well, we've, we've never been together in, on a podcast. No, I think this is going to be quite dangerous. Actually. Yes, because they know we are great. You know. <laughs> When we are alone, imagine together. They know together. more than anything that we're crazy. <laughs> totally crazy. More you than me, by the way. <laughs> no, you're a bit crazy so, too. Tell me, Santi, what are we going to talk about today? Today we will talk about our favorite conditional, which is the third conditional. Because we are very imaginative people and this is for imaginary things. So, yes, third conditional. So that's yeah, your favorite, favorite one. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll find out. We'll find if out. If we were teaching the mixed conditional, it would be my favorite one. But <laughs> this is well, also my favorite one. <laughs> don't worry, people. We'll wait for your explanations of the mixed conditionals. If well, it's not no. today, we'll find another day. No problem. Um, okay, so you already explained, Santi, the, the use of third conditional. And we're talking to B2 level, so people know the third conditional. Do they? Uh, yeah, I think they do. But anyway. <laughs> We're going to help them refresh their knowledge of third right. conditionals. Can you help us with the structure structure of the yes. third conditional? Quite. So like any other conditionals, conditionals have two parts of the sentence. And the first part, we will, we will use um, if, an if clause with, with a past perfect, simple or continuous, which is the verb hat and the past participle. And on the other clause, we will use uh, a model verb, which will be would, could, or should, and then another verb. So this is happening in the past, as you can see, because all these verbs are happening in the past, but as we said, is an unreal or imaginary situation. But that would be the structure, I think. Very good. In fact, you mentioned the model would, could, all of them have something in common. They are in conditional tense, okay? So I like to structure it. It's like if past participle, uh, sorry, past, simple, uh, uh, past perfect, sorry, past yeah. perfect simple or past perfect uh, continuous. And after the comma, we have conditional sentence, okay? That's very important. And it can include, of course, the modals like would, could, that you mentioned. Great. I need to say that the third conditional is very useful to talk about regrets. Do you agree with, my, with me? Well, yes. If the hypothetical things that happened in the past, yeah, it could be a, something that you regret. It doesn't need to be something negative in itself, but yes, you can. we can use it also for regrets. Yeah, but we don't I regret can. much, don't we? <laughs> Well, I've never used it that much because I don't regret that many things. Anything. Oh, you're so positive, Santi. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> that will come one day. Oh. Great. And <laughs> no, I don't wish that at all. Now, um, you know, this is uh, a podcast uh, that wants to show how um, to enjoy life in England. It's like we want to make it very practical. and it's possible to enjoy life in England. We oh, why do you say that? Look, you're saying that while you're handing a cup of tea, so... Well, I'm living in Scotland, so now I have my, you know, I have my audience. I need to make Scottish people happy, so... <laughs> okay, come on. So you're doing well. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to try to apply the third conditional with examples, okay? Uh, now, examples 
um, about life in England. Third conditionals. Very good. With love in England. So come on, try to invent something. Okay, else. maybe. Um, so if I had visited England, I would have tried fish and chips. So this sentence is: um, If I would have, if I had visited England, I would have had uh, fish and chips. It doesn't mean that I have been in England. Actually, it means that I haven't, I haven't visited England, so I didn't have the opportunity to try fish and chips. Um, so this sentence shows that this situation is an unreal situation. I haven't been in England. Uh, we're talking in the past, but it's an unreal past. Have you tried fish and chips, though? Oh, many times. And this is interesting, Aline. Wherever you go, they have the best fish and chips. You, know? <laughs> you go to New Zealand, the best Russian chops. Or Australia, the best fish and chips. So but... you don't need to, to visit England to try fish and chips. Oh, uh, yeah. They're good, but it's just, it's a, it's a very simple dish. You can't go wrong with fish and chips, you know. I don't think so. You're right. Yeah. Now, give me another example, please. Me? Okay. Let me think. Um, so she would have felt more at home in England if she had learned the language. Mm, that's so, a good one. So she would have felt, yeah, more at home. Um. In this sentence again, she hadn't uh, she hadn't uh, learned the language, and so therefore um, she didn't feel at home because she didn't speak English. So it's an, again an unreal situation that happened in the past, but happened in the past, but it didn't happen really. So we use third conditional third conditional in these situations. Very good, and that's why she would need to go to train lang to learn English. Exactly, and learn something. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Again, right, I have another... Sorry, yes. Sandra. Uh, this sentence is interesting. I think we will talk about this later, but when we put it at, um, um, in the opposite way, so if we don't start with if, it doesn't have a comma between clauses. So we put the comma after if clause, but when we start with the other clause, the would, could clause, then we don't use a comma between both clauses. So. Excellent. In fact, I think we're going to talk about it later when we, when you help us with the mistakes, Wait typical there. mistakes. So you're ready for that. But let me give you another example now. If they have moved to England, they might have experienced more rainy days. That's of for course, sure. again, this is not real. They actually didn't move to England, so they, did, they didn't experience it. Tell me, have you experienced it when now that you're in Scotland? Rainy days? Yes. Every day, like even the nice days are rainy. Are rainy. They oh. just, they're nice because they don't rain the whole day. It's not raining the whole day, but yes, actually it's nice. I, I got used to it. I lived before in Bilbao. and then, ah, you know, so then you're through. ready for the rain, no problem. Yes. I don't particularly like you're it, but you know. You're vaccinated. <laughs> Yes, I'm vaccinated, exactly. Let me give you another example. He would have understood British humor better if he had watched more British comedy shows. Oh, that's, that's a good, good one, one because I love British humor. But of really? course you need... Oh, I really love it. I love it. Uh, I, I had trouble understanding Spanish humor, but the British humor well, is something that really makes me laugh. Not really particularly complex. It's not very complex Spanish humor. <laughs> That's maybe As a why. Spanish person, I can say this, yes. 
Very good. Yeah. Again, here it starts with a conditional clause, and so we he would have understood British humor. There is no coma. Directly we have the if clause, and then followed by the uh, past perfect. Okay, give me a last example, please. Just one. Yeah, only one. Only one. Okay, good. So this one, if he had, if I had studied in England, I would have gained a different perspective on education. So again, I hadn't, I haven't studied in England. So this hypothetical situation in the past didn't happen. Huh? So we use again third conditional, and and I like this sentence um, because in England education is is a different thing. It's it's not only about learning things, but about social opportunities and position. Wow! Which, so yeah. you do know about. Education. I know it theoretically, but I have an experience. You know, I, I come from public school in Spain, public university, free, free, <laughs> well time, you know, middle class. <laughs> well, you're doing very well. Okay, so now I need your expertise because I need you to tell me, as a teacher, Santi, I know you've been teaching for a while now and uh, in training as well. What typical mistakes have you encountered related to this grammar point, okay, to this a third conditional? Okay, these mistakes that I, I come across with other people doing them, but also with myself. <laughs> My wife, is she's always correcting me, and yes, I think it's hindering our relationship. No, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for example, I really like, um, well, I don't like, but I, I perceive the double negatives, for example, um, because uh, we can use a negative on the first clause and again on the second clause. So if I say, I, if I hadn't never been to England, I, would, I wouldn't have known. Um, it may make sense in our heads because maybe we're translating, but we cannot use negative and negative. We need to use just negative once in one clause. That, if that makes sense. I think that's a very common yeah, I like to say to my students that, like in mathematics, two negatives become one positive, and then they start to understand that they can't have two negative in the same sentence because yes. we end up saying the opposite of what we meant. So yes, good yeah, one. when you yeah, negate right. negative. <laughs> yes. Well, one mistake that you mentioned, and I will uh, mention it, is the omitting if. Uh, sometimes students forget to include the word if in their conditional sentences. I'll give you an example. Um, had I known, I would have come instead of if I had known, I would have come. Okay. Um, we have to be careful because these type of sentences in, in very high level of English can be used, but it's, it's not exactly like that. So we won't discuss it today, but we need to make sure we use if. Come on, give me another example. Another actually, this one that you just said, uh, I've actually seen um, native speakers <laughs> making yes. this mistake. So, yeah, I think the most common mistake would be to, to use the wrong ten, verb tense. Um, we, we're talking about past perfect, but uh, <laughs> we, we can't mix uh, present and past when we're using the, the, the third conditional. So if I would have known instead of if I had known, uh, yes, uh, that would be a mistake. So when you we use would, could, the modal verbs, we don't use the 
present perfect simple and continuous there. Exactly. And uh, even though there are exceptions, but normally at that level, B2, we need to tell our students after if we don't want a conditional, we don't want the modal verb. After if we need the uh, past, the, the past tense, for example, or the present if it's a second or uh, conditional, but very important, never if I would, never. We don't want if I would, okay? Don't that want helps. Is our enemy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, because it's very common. I have many, many students that say if I would. Why? Because in Spanish, I think uh, si is followed by the conditional. No, si, no, it's followed si estuviera. Yeah, there is an R there, and, and that's a the problem, problem. is that in Spanish, everything works well. You know, everything sounds all right. And so well, if we translate it from Spanish, <laughs> yeah. If you, you live in Bilbao, and I have most, most of my family living in a uh, Basque country, y, si estaría is not that uh, no, uncommon. Si so. <laughs> no, yeah, this is true. We need to be careful. But anyway, if let, let's remember if is not followed by would normally. Okay. Okay. Another mistake would be uh, the word order and to like not to. Um, use the words in the proper place student student might say i would have gone to the party if i have been invited instead of i would have gone to the party if i had been invited okay so we need to make sure uh the, the word order doesn't lead us to misusing um tenses incorrectly so it's not that simple is it we need to to study that quite carefully and and look for a good teacher like you to correct us. <laughs> you overselling me. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Alina. You. You, you know what? We should have been talking about uh, mixed conditionals. Yes, but I don't think we have time for mixed. Actually, mixed takes longer than third conditional. So yeah. maybe we can leave it for next time. Yeah, so. and I think we, we've just whet the appetite of the listeners and they will look forward to hearing us talking about the mixed, mixed conditionals. Yes. Okay? What do I you think about that? Shall we finish about it here? Very good. Very good. So now help us, Santi. Where can people learn more? Of course, just by visiting trainan.com or our campus, campus com. you can learn english and many other languages i think from this week on we have also french and german and portuguese and lots of other languages in the campus and as as we said um we adapt to your needs or the way that you learn which every person is different so we cater to many different ways of learning and our goal is for you to learn as fast as possible but also as efficient as possible so Yes, it will. Having will fun at the same time. It's been lovely, Santi. See you very soon on a future podcast. Yeah, next time. Bye bye, Alin. Bye bye for now.